Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Michael J., and this is Hypothetical. This week, I'm excited to have back a uh, former guest, Jesse. Welcome back to the show. Glad to have you here. I'm glad to be back. It sounded uh, a little skeptical there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't ever know what's going to happen here, so um, <laughs> it's a little scary. I'm not saying skepticism is the wrong feeling to have when coming <laughs> on hypothetical. Just wary. It's it's wary. Yeah. That's fair. Well, I appreciate you coming back. Thank you. Um, you know how the show works. We're going to go through uh, some hypothetical situations and uh, discuss how we'd handle them. And we'll start okay. out uh, simply this week with our warm-up game, uh, Who, What, Where, When, and Why. And this one will be a trip to the library. Who do you want to go to the library with? What kind of book do you want to check out with them? And uh, where will you do it? Okay, so um, I'm going to pick my favorite author that I had growing up, Madeline Lingle. She's going to go to the library with me. Is she like a children's book author? Not really children's book. She wrote Wrinkle in Time. Oh, um, okay. That's probably her more famous work. Sure. Uh, she wrote for stuff that was the right age for kids, but also adult books and everything in between. And you take her because she was well, your favorite want, author as a kid, so you want to reminisce? I or? want to pick her brain. Okay. Like, see what inspired her and... She can give me book recommendations other Uh, than herself. (laughs) Sure. Book recommendations for you or for your kids? For me. For you. Okay. I'm the the important one here, right? Right. Okay. (laughs) They can have their own hypothetical thing. So (laughs) that's fair. And uh, (laughs) all right. So the book you check out will be up to her because she'd be the one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She'd be telling me what to check out. Okay. Which direction, which path to go down. And where is there a particular library that you want to take her to, or bookstore for that matter? You know, I always think that secondhand bookstores are the very best place. We have a library that has a secondhand bookstore in it. That's pretty cool because if one place doesn't have it, the other might. Since this is hypothetical and <laughs> it doesn't have to have anything to do with reality, yep. um, I would take her to the biggest bookstore, uh, biggest used bookstore anywhere. So it's actually going to be a combination of all secondhand bookstores smushed together in one place. Okay, where, where would that place be since you're establishing this? Hmm, okay, how about New York City, like downtown somewhere? I've never really been downtown New York City, so I'm sure rent. Good. I'm sure rent will be totally affordable. Oh yeah, <laughs> the so largest secondhand bookstore. bookstores should be able to make it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. And I mean, space would be no problem to fill. <laughs> to no, put all those. No, they're uh, going to build books. straight up. So, oh, it's going to be a vertical bookstore. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be one of those ones where you have like huge ladders and. Oh yeah, yeah. You have to climb like sixteen stories to get a book. Oh, that's awesome! On a ladder, on no a stairs. Ladder. We have yeah. any like, uh, like with bungee cords or climbing, uh, like climbing wall oh, type how things. About, it's just like this. Um, it's a uh, spiral staircase all okay. the way up, but it turns. So it'll always, you'll always be able to reach any book, but not all the time. You might have to wait. somewhere. <laughs> so, but it has, yeah, it's like twisting like a barber pole, but it's a staircase. Wow. That would there be, you go. 
<laughs> that sounds like fun. I mean, you get dizzy, but it'd be fun. <laughs> It'll have to be wide enough that you don't get too dizzy. Go slowly. But if you miss your pick, you're going to have to wait a little while then. Well, yeah. Or you might discover something new in the meantime. You might. You might find three other things and you might read a book by the time you get back to the one you wanted. So when you go to this mythical used bookstore Mm. with your favorite childhood author, how is she going to find the books to recommend to you if there's so many books? Um, So we're going to have to have like you walk in and they hand you a device to use like an iPad or something, and you can find things that way. They'll tell you like what sections or, or what level on the stairs you need to be at to yep. find the repo. It'll tell you like, it'll maybe it'll light up one of the stairs and you just go to it. It sounds really cool. <laughs> I think so too. I, I kind of want to visit. So can you start uh, putting it all together? Let's start working on that one. <laughs> so what about you though? Typically I'm the Which one. Which author? <laughs> I'm not going to invite an author to go to the library. (laughs) You're just terrible. Just turning this all on me. Well, I mean, (laughs) I have have response. (laughs) You're right. I'm terrible. Um, No, but I think the person I'm inviting actually makes, I think my whole answer for the first time ever may be more reasonable. Oh, dear. Yeah. That has no place here. (laughs) No, pretty much doesn't. I'm sure as we delve into this, we'll find out that I'm not, my idea is not so reasonable, but I am going to invite Jeff Bezos to go to the library with me. Okay. Founder of Amazon, world's richest person. Yeah. He obviously started the world's largest bookstore. It used to be only a bookstore. So I want to kind of take him back to, to his roots to some degree, uh, Mm -hmm. just purely a library with books. And I want to be able to take his brain in a quiet setting so he won't have any distractions. And there are two books that we would check out. First one would be an obvious one, at least obvious to me, which would be The The Everything Store uh, by Mm. Brad Stone, which is like the de facto biography on Jeff Bezos. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't recall now, I read it so long ago, I don't recall how much he cooperated with that book, but I'd like to get his take on on the book itself and how people perceive him, especially as he's taken on this sort of iconic role in. So you want his feedback on it? Yeah, I want his feedback on a book about him and his business and kind of how that all plays into the role of, li- of libraries today. I think that'd be interesting. Um, okay. So I might as well do it at the library. So we'd have that serious book. And then I would uh, make sure we checked out my favorite book of all time, which is The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Got it. Which is just a cool book. Well, yeah, but the tree like dies, and it's so sad because the little boy uses him the whole time. Oh, wait to spoil it for those who haven't read it yet. No, oh, come on! <laughs> <laughs> I always got disturbed by that book because little boy uses the tree its entire life, and he never gives anything back. It's so sad. Does it make you cry? <laughs> <laughs> I've ruined it for you now, haven't I? Sort of, I mean, I've always identified more with the tree than the boy, I think, but... Well, yeah, but, I mean, there's no character development in the boy. No, but there are some good lessons from the book. Um, that, uh, that you <laughs> if you're a tree, but it's not how you should treat a tree. <laughs> no, but it shows... <laughs> you got to see it from both sides. <laughs> yeah, but it, it shows that with an innovative mind, you can make just about anything out of a tree. I 
not sure that that was the lesson. I agree. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. That's the sad and terrible part. <laughs> I agree. See, I agree. you're terrible once again. <laughs> but maybe so we sad. should have, this is why I'm having Jeff Bezos come to the library with me because then he can settle the debate once and for all. Oh, okay. Okay, then I'll have to be there too. And That's I'll right. have to hear what he has to say. Right. I mean, my guess is he probably chopped down the tree side. because he can sell yeah. it. But Make books out of it. Make books out of it. I don't know if mine was more reasonable uh, than yours. Well, it was totally reasonable and like well thought out and kind of, you know, it wasn't exciting, but until you got to the book. Um, <laughs> right. And at that point, you know. I lost you. <laughs> yeah, because the other parts were all great, but um, yeah, that part, I just can't, I can't handle it. I mean, it is a kid's book. I know, that's the worst part. It's teaching kids to be selfish. <laughs> I don't think that See? was the lesson that <laughs> Charles Silverstein was trying to uh, <laughs> impose on children with that book. Okay, but you know, it's the children, child in the book that's selfish. It's the tree, but we're not reading it to baby trees. Maybe we should start. We will read it to baby trees. I mean, I'm not going to be the tree whisperer, but if you want to start reading books of trees. <laughs> have to get them when they're very young. Before we uh, kill this tree anymore, why don't we jump <laughs> into the uh, to the main game? You ready? I know, but sure. Let's do it. <laughs> well, you said that last time that you weren't ready either. I know. And then you came up with well, the world's greatest infomercial. Well, I was only ready by the time I was done. Not ready at the beginning. Well, hopefully you'll be ready by the the end of this one, too. The main game tonight is that we are going to create a new line of ice cream products or frozen treats. What is the name of your brand? We need a slogan. We need flavors of ice cream and at least one specialty novelty treat. Okay, so I came up with, like, the name. Okay. So I think all the rest of it's going to be off the cuff. But my handle online is always Jesse Rain. Yep. So I'm going off of that. I'm going to name it Rainy Day Ice Cream. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of playing off. Yeah. So, yeah. When you're down, have, a, have an ice cream to pick you back up. How about Rainy Day Ice Cream? Every day's a rainy day, so eat ice cream. Very literal. I like it. It, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> makes perfect sense if you live in like Seattle or London. or. Well, no, this is like metaphorically rainy. Okay. So if you're having a bad day, you go sure. eat ice cream because that's what you do. But hopefully people aren't having a, every day is a rainy day. Well, but if it was, you could go eat ice cream all the time. We'd have all kinds of commercials about, you know, a boyfriend dumps someone, so they go get ice cream. Or um, you break your leg, and so you go get ice cream. So, so are your commercials going to start out with people that, like, drop their ice cream off the cone, like it falls off right after they bought it? So no, it's going to start out with like people because, having a bad day. Not that bad day. Well, no, but in your Sudsomatic infomercial, obvious. in your yeah. unclean Sudsomatic infomercial, you said yes. you'd always start out the commercial with people that aren't competent at like tying their shoelaces or. Well, no, that's what infomercials are all about. Infomercials have people who cannot do anything, they can't tie their, their shoes themselves. And stuff. Right. So, when in a rainy day commercial, have somebody like drops their ice cream right away and then you give them a rainy day ice cream instead and they're, but they're it's happy. Not, it's, not a, um, it's not an infomercial. Those things are only funny late at night. All right, that's at, fair. At normal times when normal people are awake, it's just stupid. 
very sad. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So <laughs> what kind of ice cream does rainy day ice cream produce? Well, I think that I'm going to keep playing off of the rain theme. Okay. So we're going to have like thunder ice cream and lightning ice cream and I don't know, like torrential, anything that has to do with that. Okay. So let's walk through these. What, what flavor is thunder ice cream? So thunder is going to be like heavy duty chocolate. Like it's almost like you're, you're eating a big chunk of chocolate. It's going to be that chocolatey. Would it be very rich chocolate? Okay. Yeah. Like, has chunks of brownies in it, and then it's dark chocolate. And that sounds good. Huh. So then, lightning is that going to be like a vanilla flavor? Um, I think actually, I'm going to make that like super hot. It's going to actually have chunks of chili peppers in it. <laughs> nice. Um, so it feels like you're burning your mouth. Okay. Because I don't know of any other ice creams out there that are like that, but I think it would be a good idea. Okay. So I hot- wouldn't eat it though. A chili pepper, hot chili pepper flavored ice cream. Yes. It'll be lightning. Okay. Yeah. Because it's going to burn you. Remind me not to cross you at an ice cream <laughs> shop. <laughs> You'll turn around and I'll sprinkle chili powder. And <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. And then uh, torrential downpour. Oh, let's see. Like tons of sprinkles. It, yeah. Like tons of stuff in it. Like, did you ever eat that? Bubblegum ice cream. Yes. That it oh, has pieces of bubblegum. Yeah. And it tastes like bubblegum. But Absolutely. then that's good the stuff. The best part is that by the end, you get bubblegum in your mouth. Yep. And it tastes horrible by the end. But uh, that ice cream is delicious. You ever had it's a cool? You ever had a screwball from Good Humor? Mm-mm. It's like a, um, it's, you've never had a screwball? Oh man, it's one of the best no. frozen novelties you could ever have. It's a, um, Shaped like a cone, essentially. It's just um, like cherry flavored. It would be like a, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It's sort of like Italian ice, but softer. Uh-huh. It's like cherry flavored. It's not quite ice cream because there's not, it's not really milky. It's more icy than milky. But at the bottom, in the bottom of the, of the cup is a gumball. Sweet. It's, it's unbelievable. It's delicious. I can't believe you never had one. Uh-uh. Well, actually, I mean, all of this is kind of sad because I can't eat ice cream. Oh, that's too bad. It's incredibly depressing. And I tried like the almond milk ice cream once. Yeah. And it made me feel like there was no point to life. It was so sad. Oh, my. It's like it took all of the joy out of having ice cream. It was terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it made me want to cry. Should have gone to rainy day ice cream instead. So we're going to have to have a line of ice cream that isn't dairy-based, but it tastes good. Because otherwise, there's just no point in life. So, torrential downpour is bubblegum ice cream? Bubblegum and sprinkles and chocolate chips. Interesting combination. Well, it'll be good. Yeah. Have chocolate bubblegum by the end. I think I've had that once. Yeah? Chocolate flavor chocolate bubblegum. Chocolate bubblegum? Yeah. No, actually, it was mint chocolate. Oh, that would be better. Yeah, that was It was. Mint is a great different. flavor for gum. Mint and chocolate always go together. Yeah, they do. You said the next thing was a frozen novelty. Correct. So once again, this is hypothetical, so I don't have to have reality 
anything to do with this. So we're going to have a frozen novelty that is, it's, so it's not a cake, but it, you have to set it down on a table and it has to be flat. So it's like a, um, like a snow globe. So it has glass over it. Okay. I don't know the mechanism. You're either going to have to turn it over or you're going to have to push a button or wind it up or something. Wind up ice cream. Oh yeah. Wind up ice cream novelty. It sounds awesome. (laughs) So um, it actually generates a storm inside of it. Oh, this this sounds so cool. Yeah. It generates that storm and then um, you can stop it at any point and open it and all of the pieces are edible. Like all the things that came out of the clouds and stuff and the clouds, they're all edible and they're all different things. Like the clouds are like, uh, I don't know, grape flavored cotton candy. And then it rains sprinkles. And um, then the puddles are like blueberry ice cream. This is the greatest wow. product I know, I've, isn't ever, it? I've ever heard of. It's It sounds really awesome to me, but I have no idea how to do it. But that's beyond the fact. Right, um, that's for somebody else to figure out. Yeah. Does it play yeah. music when you turn the... No, it plays, plays rainstorm sounds, like the thunder and the lightning. and So yeah. it'll put you to sleep before you get a chance to eat it? No, because it'll look so cool. Oh, okay. You'll be transfixed. It sounds like the and coolest you can o- product ever. Oh, you can only open it once because that like stops right. the process. But right. They're disposable. Um, yeah. Because they're edible. But then you can stop it at any point, and there are different flavors at any point. So like... If you wait until the very end, there's a rainbow. Oh, so it's like patience pays like off. A, yeah, like a Neapolitan Neapolitan ice cream streak, but it's all of the colors, not just the pink and green and brown. Like like rainbow sherbet. But it's all in a stripe because it's a rainbow. Does this amazing novelty treat have a name? Rainstorm ice cream. Rainstorm ice cream. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be that. Right. But I don't know how it's going to work. Where do I uh, buy this? Because <laughs> I want one right now. <laughs> Good. Yeah, you can be a backer. Or, <laughs> or, uh, back to your uh, Kickstarter <laughs> schemes. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, just give me all of the money that I need and wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait. <laughs> same, same thing with the bookstore. Just, yeah, send money. It'll, yeah. it'll happen. Prepay and hope for the best. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Well, that is one thing. I sounds like it'd be worth risking money for is this uh, amazing rainstorm ice cream. I know, right? Because sounds really good. You have to take risk with awesomeness. So. That's true, especially when it comes to ice cream. Apparently. Oh yeah. Yeah, I want that. I, I can just throw <laughs> away my my concept for a frozen dessert because that that is nope, probably the nope. coolest. <laughs> You have to you have to come up with yours too. So I am going to continue the theme from last time we were on hypothetical together. And that theme is dogs. Well, we had Snoop Dogg last time. Right. So this time I'm going to create hot dog frozen treats. It's gonna be a dog okay. dog themed uh, ice cream wine. And the mascot is gonna be a dog dressed as a dog. Of course. Oh, yeah. Like Snoop Dogg was dressed as a cat last time. <laughs> right. I think yeah. Snoop Dogg was dressed as a dog going through 
the the uh, oh, okay the dog wash machine. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. the uh, cats would hate that. The the mascot for hot dog hot dog ice cream is going to be um, a dog dresses a dog, maybe even dresses a hot dog. So we've got the Inception thing here going again. Right, it's layers on layers. Right, right. Okay. So my flavors of ice cream, um, I think the first one, since this is going to be dog-themed, the first one will be um, fire hydrant, which is going to be cherry ice cream with the vanilla core. Like vanilla core so you, in what? Like the, it would basically be, think of like uh, creamsicle, mm-hmm. where you have like or, orange on the outside and uh-huh. vanilla on the inside. Okay. It would basically be like that. Oh, and you could have it like in the shape of a fire hydrant too. Yeah, why not? Why, why not? Sounds good to me. Yeah. So that'll be one flavor, fire hydrant. Okay. Um, the next flavor will be the Frisbee. Okay. Which will be dish-shaped. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like shaped like a Frisbee. Um, and that will be in various flavors of sherbet. So there'll be an orange one. There'll be a a green one that's lime. There'll be whatever flavors sherbet normally comes in. And this is all for dogs, right? That could not be for humans. It could be for dogs too. Okay. Whoever wants it. Okay. We're uh, we're equal opportunity. Equal species. Equal species. Opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My third flavor will be, or my third product will be the cone of shame. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> Which will be a snow cone with uh-huh. extra syrup. Because <laughs> it's I, shameful. <laughs> yeah, it's shameful. And I feel so bad for dogs who order cones of shame. Oh, <laughs> so they, they it's kind of sad. They deserve a little extra. A little oh, extra but flavor. you said this isn't for them. Well, it can be. Okay. But if I was a dog, I wouldn't want to eat fruit flavors. I would want like hot dog flavored. Oh, just wait till you get to my novelty item. Peanut butter. Okay, okay, I'm listening. (laughs) I'm waiting. So So it's the novelty. The novelty item is going to be (laughs) fried chicken-flavored ice cream in the shape shape of a chicken. (laughs) So the dog thinks it's eating a chicken. Right, but it'll be ice cream. (laughs) Just flavored. I mean, they make ice cream in every flavor nowadays, it seems like. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're putting chili peppers in yours. Well, yeah. So I'm going to have fried chicken ice cream. Okay. In the shape of a chicken. Oh, you could even do like um, the novelties could be like shaped like something a dog likes so that you could play with your dog and like throw the Frisbee ice cream. And when he catches it, it's an awesome treat. Exactly. See, this is a multifaceted line of ice cream. Yeah. It's a toy and a treat. (laughs) All in one. All in one. (laughs) And you don't have to go get the toy either. (laughs) They eat it. (laughs) <laughs> they won't bring. They won't bring it back to you. They'll go and fetch it. Every dog will learn to go get anything you throw, and eat it. Which is why my slogan for hot dog ice cream is going to be "Everyone's a wiener with hot dog ice cream." Because <laughs> you can have a dog dressed up like a dog dressed up like a hot dog. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I can just picture it. This like basset hound dog on the in the front of the store dressed up like a dog that's dressed up like a hot dog. Exactly. This stuff will sell out so fast. Oh, yeah. And now, does your store allow pets in it? Obviously. Okay. 
because they got to be able to choose which one, which treats they want. <laughs> and they and the dog and the dogs get a discount if they pay themselves. Okay, what currency? Real currency. Okay, so the dogs have to have real money. Right. But if they pay you, if they go up to the register and pay for the ice cream, they get a probably in their mouth, right? I I don't know how that will work. Okay. But we'll figure it out. Yeah, details. Oh, they could <laughs> just, you know, they don't have to pay in cash. They could be wearing like an Apple Watch. And then swipe oh. that through the uh, yeah, just uh, like wave it right, past. wave it past the the payment system. But but when you do that, don't you have to have a fingerprint too? Um, not on the Apple Watch if it's unlocked it's, on your okay okay on your arm right. or leg or whatever you're gonna, whatever a dog whatever a dog wears a, a watch. Yeah, maybe a collar. Yeah, a collar. Yeah, yeah. So if the dog pays, they get a discount because that's just cute. That, that could start up a whole industry itself. Forms of payments that are usable by animals. Absolutely. I don't know how they'd earn the money, but right, that's, they probably that's and they probably bankrupt keeping. their owner real fast. Yeah, that's reality setting in that has no place here. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. All right, so we've got uh, two new lines of ice cream coming out. I'm looking forward to your uh, snow globe ice cream, rainstorm, mm-hmm. rainstorm ice cream. Yes. Uh, that sounds absolutely delicious. After you eat that, if you're still hungry, you can get some fried chicken ice cream. <laughs> yes. So while we go salivate over different flavors of ice cream, uh, it's probably about time we wrap this up. Thank you very much, Jesse, for joining my shenanigans again. I appreciate it. No problem. Anytime. And uh, where can people find you online? So any, any uh, platform that I'm on, I am J-E-S-I underscore... R-A-I-N-E. So it's Jesse Rain. And that's on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, all those good places. All those good places. All right. Well, thanks again, Jesse. I appreciate it. That's it for this episode of Hypothetical. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore hypothetical and subscribe to Hypothetical in your podcast player choice. Until next time, this is Hypothetical. Hypothetical.